Now, you know what? From our uh, the text messages that you had sent me a few minutes, like <laughs> an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got me thinking. Do you guys have like a drawer or a cabinet that is like that which we do not speak of and the contents therein? Um, it's like I mean, it's literally the sock drawer. Like, okay. yeah, <laughs> but ours, uh, like the the one that I have, is right above my sock drawer, and it, it, it's not because I couldn't I couldn't have it in the sock drawer. But you got me thinking about this. Do you remember when I, I told guess, you guys like, the mine's story? Mine's hidden behind the sock drawer. So like, oh, see, the, it's like it's like the back part of the, you got to pull the drawer all the way back and then reach beyond the socks. Ah, uh, okay, all right, yeah. okay. Uh, you got me thinking about, uh, I brought up before, it was like an epic journey of us trying to get the flooring for our house. Uh-huh. You know, like nine years later, we tried to finish the rest of the bedrooms with it. And they said, the manufacturer, which was in the Valley, said, we can't, I mean, we don't manufacture anymore. Everyone else pulled our, our stock. So they gave me three leads, and two of which were distributors in the area. So I called them both, and they said, no, nah, we, we sold everything. Wow. We can give you something that looks similar, tongue and groove, but it's not going to be the same. And we didn't want to settle. So I got their last, the, the last lead, and it was this guy that operated down in San Diego. And I said, do you have any of this stuff? And he goes, yeah, you know what I do? I bought the last two pallets that they had, but it's in, it's in a storage unit in Tijuana. And I, and I was like, wait, you, you have to go across the border to get this? And he goes, yeah, I mean, I operate out, out of San Diego, but that's where I store all my stuff. Wow. And it was all shady. And I worked at, back and forth, the text messages with the guy. I said, can you send me pictures of it to show right. me? That it's the right stuff. And he sent me one. It was kind of blurry, but it's like, this is the stuff. This is the exact same model, manufacturer, all this stuff. Um, and he said, it's in, it's in great condition. It's just been sitting in this in the storage facility. So I said, look, it, I got the money. You bring up this X amount. And so I drove down to San Diego one day, took the day off with all this cash in my pocket, drove <laughs> down. And the guy says, like, as, he, as I'm driving down there, he goes, my brother-in-law works down by the border. He's going to bring it up to his his place of business, which is right over the border in California. And it, it was like, I'm like, I'm already here. I'll do whatever you want, man. It, you know, I thought, yeah. what, what am I going to end up like? They're going to, I'm going to lose a kidney or something, waking up in an ice bath or something. But nothing like that. I ended up getting the, the flooring and all that and brought it back up. I was super happy about it. And so mother-in-law, father-in-law came over and they're like, hey, let's, let's, we're going to take apart all your furniture. We'll bring it out so you can oh, install no, the flooring. Justin. Exactly. I did not realize until afterward that my mother-in-law had slid out the drawer Dude. that had this stuff in it. And she, I mean, I think about it your later because she never made it up and shit. <laughs> never made a comment about it. Never brought it up. Never even joked or anything to either of us. But dude, right sitting right on top. David, I swear, is it this black and pink book of love? And <laughs> <laughs> clear as day, this is Jimmy Eat Pot. Uh, we got a little bit of housekeeping before we jump into yes. the song. Uh, first of all, uh, Richie Gordon showed up in the Discord uh, server, and I believe on Reddit, uh, he's got a project yeah, that we thought we would uh, promote here on the podcast. Uh, and I'll just read his post that he posted here to um, the Discord server. Hi, all. Uh, my name is Richie Gordon, and I'm a filmmaker working on a fun fan appreciation social media project with Jimmy Eat World. I'm looking to collect footage of anyone going to a show, at a show, or just having uh, Amos other lifestyle 
videos of anyone singing their music in the car, wearing their merch, or however they are part of your daily life. I'm going to mix this footage with footage I got from the pit and more at San Francisco show two weeks ago. If you want to be part of this, please DM me or email me, Richie, at power10productions.com, all spelled as it sounds. Uh, also, if you have any other friends who may want to be part of this, please forward this message. Thanks in advance. And that sounds like a cool thing. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think he went on to explain sort of like what he was thinking to do with it. I think it was it had something to do with TikTok in which I my eyes sort of glaze over and I don't understand it. Um, oh, I didn't get that far. I just thought he okay. wanted a really close up, authentic, fan made yeah. stuff that was high quality. Yeah, I think that covers it. But anyway, um, it's it sounds uh, like an yeah. interesting project and uh, and like to help out the community anywhere that they can. Next is a uh, patron and uh, Discord member uh, Marina had a uh, a thought about Kimberly a couple episodes talking about the New Jersey success storyline in Big Casino and how she was so surprised that nobody in uh, New Jersey seems to go nuts when Jimmy Eat World, this band from Phoenix, is shouting out their home state. And uh, Marina had an interesting theory that I don't know if we touched on when we did the big ass Eno uh, episode. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, do you ha- did you happen to pull her uh, quote? Uh, shoot. You know what? No, I didn't. I should have. I have it all here. This time. I have it here. Okay, uh, go ahead. Listened to the surviving episode. I've always taken the big casino line as getting away is the success story getting away getting away from uh, new jersey that is uh that may be why people didn't cheer in jersey to it which i think is hilarious and uh, right <laughs> um and pro- uh, uh, i mean if you think about it i guess yeah that that's an interesting uh theory for sure and i asked her i was like did we mention that on the big casino episode did we come to that conclusion at all and she didn't think so so i was like oh that's worth mentioning yeah i don't so. it doesn't sound like something that we arrived at no yeah uh so, so yeah I thought that nice was take cool. and then nice finally take. yeah I have one other bit that I came across this morning, and that is that Jamie Eat World. Do you remember Jamie Eat World Project? Uh, also has. Uh, let me see if I can. Pull oh yeah, it. Crooked, uh, Crooked Trees Forest. Yeah, Cro- Crooked, <laughs> Crooked Forest. Trees. There, Crooked Forest. Crooked Trees. Um, ah, dude, uh, 50, guess 50. what cover she came out with? Not three days after the surviving episode. Was it, was it surviving? <laughs> A surviving cover. So let was me. It uh, okay, perfect. Yeah, let me fire up the watch together and we will play a little bit of this surviving cover that we didn't get to last a couple weeks ago because it did not exist yet. Um, and now it exists. So I'm uh, queuing it up. And there's a handful of episodes that we've had where we get covers that are tracks from 10, 13 years ago, but they happen to be published days before we do the episode, which I feel is really neat. Um, I'm sure there's a lot that have been published since. We've been doing this for two years, so you figure 107 other episodes and how many other people have done it, done done their, provided their um, covers since, right? Yeah, totally. Good ones, great ones. All right, I am in. All right, so let's go ahead and make sure we're backed up to the beginning of this track and let's hit play on this. Sounds sick so far. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think it sounds like Ministry. 
Yo, we're that, recording yeah. this on Halloween, so that kind of uh, <laughs> it's like perfect. Uh, I'm ready for the live show, dude. Let's do this. Space, man. Yeah, man, that's great. It's like the horror punk version of surviving. It is psychedelic. You know what else it reminds me of? Uh, this track. Oh, God. yes. This is the second time Big Pig has made its, <laughs> its sound known on this. I listened, at the first time you had played this for me, David, I listened to this. You probably look at my last FM. It's so good. <laughs> Creepy. But it's it that is. four on it's... the floor, like bass and kick. Yeah. Anyway, that's oh, the totally. uh, opening track from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure for those uh, just joining us on this yeah. podcast because the song <laughs> Book of Love is your favorite. Justin, shall I get into the stats for Book yeah, of Love? Yeah, you know, it hit me with that. I'm All interested right. to hear your stats. Love. And you know what? It's become sort of a comparison on these last FMs. Go ahead. Hit me. Okay, so Book of Love. Uh, also, this song is credited to Richard E. Birch, not Richard Birch. So uh, this is uh, the original accreditation to uh, Rick E. Birch. Um, uh, this is from the album Damage, uh, and it is track four of ten, released June eleventh, twenty thirteen. Produced by Alan Johannes and Jimmy Eat World. Recorded at Alan Johannes's place. Uh, written by Jimmy Eat World. The artist is Jimmy Eat World. Singer is Jim. Uh, nobody featuring on this track, and I want to ask questions about that. Um, it is an RCA Records exotic location recordings song, and this is, again, with the whole phonographic copyright is exotic location, copyright is exotic location, but it's licensed from exotic location recordings to RCA Records and then distributed by Sony Music. Is it and, really? Uh, is it often that complicated? <laughs> Uh, is it, or this is, it, is the second week in a row that I noticed that right, okay, we're right, doing this yeah. song and dance. Um, right. And it's published by uh, Do I Get a Pickle with That Music. The notable high note is B4 and G sharp 4. Notable low note is E3. 
I don't have a demo, but I have one it debuted, which was over a year before the song was released on the record. Um, Where so was we'll that? listen to that maybe. Um, it was played 33 times by Jimmy Eat World, 40 uh, times, so I guess seven times by Jim Adkins. And the first time when it was debuted was a Jim solo show at the Crescent Ballroom in March 25th, oh, okay. 2012. And then Jimmy Eat World, the band, played it first May 3rd, 2013 at Strummer's Village Tavern in Yuma, Arizona. Uh, most recently, they played it November 22nd, 2014 at Enmore Theater in Sydney, Australia. And even more recently, Jim played it September 5th, 2015 at Union Chapel in London, England. That was the most oh. recent time that the song was played. It's got 30,000 listeners on Last FM, 123.1 thousand Scrabbles, 15 of which are from me. Justin, how many did you have? I have, which is surprising, 53 for this. Wow. This yeah, a, a, uh, a grip of it. 30 of them were in 2013. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I, I guess that's I mean, that's when it came out. So you were. Yep. Uh, yeah, I really listened on the, the crap out of this album. Uh, it's an E major key, 12 B Camelot, 98 BPM two uh, a 356 duration. And then I did want to talk about now and then we'll point it out in the piece. It's got an interesting structure where it's acoustic only intro. Then the rhythm section comes in drum and bass. And then yep. the second verse, the twinkly guitars come in, which I love. And that sort of elevates the second verse. And then there is a constant harmony throughout the rest of the song. And that harmony is probably Jim singing a falsetto, but I think I thought it was always somebody else. You're um, talking about in the background, it's the, uh -huh. yeah, there's that, but there's, and we'll, maybe we'll listen to some select lines. Literally okay. every word of the song from the second verse on is sung in harmony with a higher falsetto voice that I guess is Jim because there's no featuring. Well, ah, uh, man, I'm so bad at this. We just did this episode. It was it you with me where it was him harmonizing with himself after it was the same thing. Second verse all the way through. Oh, maybe it was either you and I or you with me. <laughs> but it was very apparent that it was him. It sounded, I mean, if you listen to it on the record and you're not really paying attention, yet had yeah. to be, it was either you with me or you and I. Uh, yeah, and, and I mean, like, Jim. Tom and Rick are credited with singing background vocals on this. Yeah. Um, uh, record. But I don't see any featuring anywhere on this record, at least according to Wikipedia in this quick search I just did. Okay. I believe so. it. This was, I mean, this was a pretty, uh, this is a pretty raw record as it was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's that's what I got. And uh, if uh, if you are want to do, let's uh, jump. let's jump into lyrics. Yeah. All right. So this was pretty uh, uh, as far as labeling. Pretty good for genius. Had four verses. They have a post chorus. That's an interesting little mm. uh, labeling there. We'll get to that. So it's basically uh, verse one and verse two. We'll go through first. Broke them in half. Verse one. I wasn't worried about the small things. Tried to bury what they might or could have meant. And it sounds like he's looking at the big picture and brushing aside what may be telltale signs of an impending breakup. Remember, this is the adult breakup album. And we are track four of ten. So we're about that point where the breakup's going to happen. So I think Book of Love is maybe the last. I, I, I don't have it in front of me. Let's see. 
I will steal you back. It sounds like this is the last track before that breakup happens. If we're going, if we're talking about the the entire album. Yeah, I remember I was trying to rack my brain. It's been so long since we discussed the arc of this record. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's where we landed. Yeah. I mean, if you really looked at it and said line title by title, where do we go? Um, these first ones, it's a very rocky relationship as it is. So the second half of this one is, and as far away as you could get, as distant as you've ever been, you'd ever been, you'd still love me. So, and as far away as you could get, as distant as distant as you'd ever been, you'd still love me. Uh, no matter what they go through, their love is strong enough to overcome these problems. And David, I do have a personal story that I wanted to share with this. I remember this moment I had this. This was very, very much Applesby when I was dating uh, my first serious <laughs> girlfriend. And I remember driving, because we, we would go from Applebee's, and her place was on the other end of town. So it was like a 10-minute drive after the shift ended. But I just remember, I was so young, so naive, and I thought, no matter what happens, man, we're going to be together forever. You know, we, we can have these problems. And I, I don't know why I thought that in my head. Like, I didn't have to work for it. Like, maybe yeah. you shouldn't have to work for it, but in certain relationships, uh, finding common ground, especially young ones, it's not all going to be so easy. And I just remember that the mo the time, and I want to say it took like a month for us to break up officially, <laughs> but I just thought to myself, I, uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I was thinking to myself, nothing could have broken this. Yeah. And look at where I am now. I'm si And I was, it was so silly, man. I, I drove and I, I slept in my truck outside of her house. And this, I didn't watch any of these. I didn't see anything like John Cusack sitting outside with his boombox. And I, I hadn't seen any of those movies say anything is that say anything yeah yeah never saw any of that stuff i just i i was just very naive very a uh, very emotional you know listening <laughs> to uh, futures <laughs> heavy rotation and it ended up it ended and we're friends today but i just thought to myself how young i was thinking that this could not change and things changed and life went on and, and everything was fine we ended up you know being uh, friends later on in life but that's what I feel like in this second part of this first verse is and as far away as you could get as distant as you'd ever been you'd still love me doesn't matter how yeah. much crap we'd go through you would still love me at the end of the day right and then you kind of fool yourselves in th into thinking that but I had some very vivid memories of that uh okay and then verse two the book of love is fiction written by the loneliest to sing so written by the loneliest thing. I think this is a reference to rose tinted glasses where you see what you want to see. And it's often unrealistic in the end. Yeah. Uh, and, and those who are bound to be single are the ones who are reading from this book written by the loneliest to sing. It's all the people that want to believe in this book. Those are the ones that are reading and writing into this book. And that's what we're kind of getting at. So this person is realizing uh, their, their stance in this relationship. And the second half of this verse goes, Thinking they're doing the best, learning things they should forget until the end. And the book, at this point, this narrator has found is leading them astray, and they're believing things that are false and will eventually pay the price of that. And uh, so within the first couple of verses, this individual is realizing this. And we jump into the chorus now, which goes like this. And, and, and this is the little breakdown with, the, I think there's a little bit of tambourine, tambo on there. Uh, that, drums, that makes sense. It's very, um, 
isn't yes the drums drop out it's acoustic guitar heavy with some interesting chords that kind of descend the scale um it's yep. a it's, I, I really like how it sounds especially in the debut it it almost is exactly how it is on the record like they really kind of nailed down what the song was going to be early um, yeah they did and we'll talk about what jim had as far as titling and and concept of this I, yeah. i've got a couple a couple of different sources that that cite uh, his response to that but yeah you're right they did capture this um alan did capture this as far it with the chorus hits you're right so it does a little walk down uh the, the drums break it stops it makes you think about it for a second and this is what we say here so maybe we should plan then who will go and who will stay and when so there's a nice little parenthetical in there that break down three or two commas who will go and who will stay and when and i think this is saying things have gotten serious enough to where they're discussing a messy breakup who will get the apartment in so many words who will take the cats who and how long will they have until this takes place who will go who will stay and when what i mean it's like the stuff that you don't want to talk about but you eventually have to like if we're going to break up who's going to take the place who's going to take all of the things that we bought at ikea together mm-hmm. and who's going to take all this stuff uh and then the second half of the course is until one of us can say it like it is you've already made your own bed so nobody's made that call yet and it sounds like he's blaming her for what's about to happen you've already made your own bed so maybe tough to say if it was a mutual thing where they both evenly played into their breakup but it sounds like he's got a little bit of a sour perspective on this and maybe is giving her more of that uh the the responsibility not the responsibility but that um her pushing it to be a broken relationship or having broken up that is more on her and uh okay and then so there's the chorus is just really talking about what's been set up in verse one and verse two which is essentially uh i didn't want to worry about small things okay maybe this is getting bigger than we thought and then the chorus is well now now that we've realized we're going to break up how are we going to deal with this so then we're well let's see where they go with verse three and verse four which uh start off like this can you tell me what just happened so it, it, apparently they de- they definitely woke up the next morning and they've had this realization can you tell me what just happened where's my girlfriend with her engine pinned red line love that yeah, engine that's... pinned red line how cool yeah. is that man jim doesn't talk a lot about cars but that's such a nice line talking about uh just revved up ready to go um you know a girl that's just it all tens so let's see he's taken aback at this turn of events, his girlfriend, who used to be so vibrant and joyful, is no more. She's not. She's gone. Uh, maybe she's just lost, and maybe she's lost interest in him. Whereas my girlfriend, and that's I think that's a key piece right there because we're going to talk about a little bit later about girlfriend uh, and how that's referred to in a in a few lines um, in the future. I pick you up on Wednesday night, go off on a secret ride like we were kids. I think he's trying to keep the magic going on wednesdays of all days wednesdays i pick you up on a wednesday night hump day yeah and surprises her with this unexpected date so he's trying to bring that into perspective and say you know uh, i'm gonna take you out probably go to olive garden applesby one of those two (laughs) places right the classic (laughs) american chain restaurants and uh but on a wednesday night go off on a secret ride like we were kids which is cool i i remember that when you didn't have 
oh, your own responsibilities, best. and you were able to just go. Let's go out. to Norm's at three a.m. Dude, Why not? Norm's. Oh my gosh, Bob's Big Boy was ours. <laughs> we went all the way out. Was that in Burbank? Is that the one that's in Burbank? Yeah. Wow, you drove all the way out here, huh? We did. Yes, and we invited people to go with us because it was like an event. And that yeah, was 11, 30, 12 o'clock in the morning. And we would go out and Back in the day, that was called the, busting a mission. Busting <laughs> a mission for you, huh? Bam. Damn. We, we didn't call it anything like that. We just said, hey, you want to go to Bob's? Nah. Which was cool. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was great for us. So that's, and it was Jay so easy there? to hey, go. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, we had the big booth in the back. It was a little, uh, like a, a 13, 14 person seat uh, booth in the back that we would always get. But it was cool, man, being able to go like that. And I think that's what they're talking about in this verse three is going out, go off on a secret ride like we were kids. In the last verse, verse four here is, will we be all right? I have never doubted it before, my friend. And this is important here, very much doubting their future at this point, going so far as to simply call her friend instead of girlfriend like he did before. So mm. where's my girlfriend with her engine pin red line? Now it's, I have never doubted it before, my friend, which may, it, it does sound endearing. But it's having said girlfriend before and now saying friend, I think is a very a, a notable distinction there. And then uh, second half of this verse, are they ever coming back again? They ever coming back again? Those feelings that we started with, I'll give it time. Will it ever be the same? It's hard to believe we will ever get that back. And in my case, you, you try to hold on to that as a young person in a relationship, a budding relationship, your first big one. And you think like it's going to we're going to get back together. I know it. And you don't. And you find out, oh, they're dating somebody else. That's neat. It hurts a little bit. But <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like that's a real realistic thing. And then you realize now when you're 37, 38 years old, like it was all for the best. We had a great time together. We made a lot of cool memories. We did a lot of cool things, went a lot of cool places, but we grew from it. And now you look back on it and it's almost like that was something that needed to happen for you to be the person that you are today, which may be something that they're realizing throughout this track, Book of Love, especially here. The, now, the next different set of lyrics is going to be what they've listed as the post-chorus, and it's these uh, four lines here. I deserve the truth, but I'm so afraid of what it'd do. Now, he doesn't want to hear the truth as much as he knows he should hear it. Uh, how will he react? And will he be strong or will he break down? Second half goes, finally seeing us for how it really is. I have been alone, just never known it. So now it's that realization, that point when he's realized he's been fooling himself this whole time. He was always doomed to be single and alone. It's only now hitting him for real. And uh, it, it, the whole narration of this from this narrator seems like something that's going on in this individual's head. Uh the setup, the realization, that that point of conflict in his own mind still. Like still, you haven't heard anything. It doesn't sound like the back and forth where he's speaking where um, uh, there's another individual talking back. It's that whole back and forth. Nothing like that. This sounds like it's all one-sided in this narrator's head. And that by the end, by this post-chorus, uh, has realized that it's, it was, it's over. We're done. And I'm seeing how it really is, and I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Not that sad, though, because I'm sure this individual is going to be fine. I was. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. I mean, that's that's really it. Uh, so it's it's the story in, with track four of ten of just this realization. And what's the next track? Uh, let's uh, see. I will steal you back. I will steal you back. So, yeah, yeah, maybe that 
that point when they have realized they lost the person. So right in this, between tracks four and five, right in the middle of this album, uh, it, it, that's the loss of, of that relationship or the closure of that relationship. So, yeah. So it's interesting. I was it. looking at this, reading the lyrics along, and it's interesting where the one falls. And it feels like the the song is in a constant eight count. So what does that make it? It's two, four time or eight, four time? Oh, the, the, say that again. So the, the count of the song is interesting because the I the the first word of each verse starts really on the two, on and the then, and. Uh, I guess is yeah. That if right? you're counting one and two and three and four, then yes, it oh, would you're be right. on the and. It is it is on the two. You're right. So it's like yeah. I wasn't worried about this one. Yeah, you're then right. Then there's okay. the one, like the one, one t- hits tried to on the last yeah. couple of syllables of the first line. It's really interesting, it. and they, it goes that way throughout the whole thing. So it's like small things, fiction, plan, then happened, all right. You know what I mean? It's it's right. just an interesting. I I couldn't even like. It's almost like I wonder if from a writing exercise standpoint, if Jen was like. I want to write a song that falls in this sort of meter or this sort of like galloping um, uh, uh, scheme, I guess. Does that make sense? Um, you know, I'm trying and I'm trying in my head to I'm tapping with my fingers of going the one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Right. Yeah. It doesn't it, it doesn't even it doesn't work when you try and start it on the one. Yeah. No, it's like it's one, almost like two, boom. Three, I wasn't four. worried I wasn't about worried. the small things. Yeah, it doesn't, and you're right. You, you made a good comment about it galloping. It doesn't gallop yeah. when you started on the one, right? Which is interesting. And I wonder if that was Jim or if that was Alan that said, "Let's start this." Yeah. On what the if second. you did this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even on the second line, try to bury what they one two three four one two Could three four. You know what I mean? Bent, bent, that and as yeah. Like you could almost have. Like you, the they could have started this off with just Jim clapping his his hands. Yeah. Right. You know, and just, I wasn't worried about the small things, which would be cool. But when when you have the band involved, yeah, it, it makes more sense to have it on that second beat than it does the first. Because I can't even conceptualize in my head just going through it with starting on the one. It, you couldn't have the same drum beat. You couldn't have the same gallop feel. I wonder if there was like a shuffle. If they did it, if like the demo was to a shuffle. And then they worked it to this more because this is like a, an example of a song that sounds joyful. Um, right. And I, I believe somebody even said, and I don't know if I pulled it for my uh, community section or not, but somebody had said, uh, oh, uh, I remember one time Jim was talking about a couple had told him that they danced to this song at their wedding. And Jim didn't know what to say because he was like, well, it's about the end of a relationship. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I, I don't remember who said that. Maybe I'll come across it. But um, uh, yeah, I remember reading that. So we know that Jim is very capable of playing a basic drum beat. But yeah, it could very well have been Jim sitting there with like, let's put this. He had that shuffle down. He's like, let's just I mean, I'm going to start riffing on this and see if it, if it ends up. Yeah. And then he's like, and then he goes, hey, Zach, can you do something that makes it so it feels comfortable coming in on that second beat? And maybe that's how it, it, because there's no demos for this, right? You said there was no demo. You just had the first early live or early release of this, but there's no official demo for I, any of these tracks. I don't know, but yeah, it could have, it could have very well been because he does, you know, it's Jim's uh, MO to go sit there on his four track and just 
and, and maybe at this point he's got it more uh, digitized, but yeah, just sit there with something that, hey, maybe he's got a, a, a drum riff or some kind of uh, loop that he's just sitting there going back and forth on. Yeah. We, we don't know. But yeah, you're right. Who it's, uh, yeah. Who, who can know? Uh, so uh, shall we jump into track notes? Sure. Uh, my my track notes had a lot to do with the Magnetic Fields song, <laughs> The Book of Love. Oh, really? Specifically okay. because I remembered that he played, Jim, uh, in 2015, played both this song and the Magnetic Fields song at Velvet Jones in Santa Barbara, the show that we were at. Right. And so I was like, okay, this is not this version of the song. Um uh, which I guess we can listen to a little bit of, and I'm going to have to send you a Google Drive link. This is, I believe, uh, from our show um, at Velvet Jones, because I had Googled uh, yes. the whole thing. You did. Um, but I do love this song. And because Jim only ever played it live, it's not really in our list of Jimmy Eat World's songs to cover for the pod, but I did want to talk about it. And... Uh, and you then mentioned obviously it, I got to talk about to yeah it. my favorite version of the song. <laughs> okay, <all right. laughs> you mentioned it, and I went back and listened to it on Spotify, and I thought this is this isn't tied into this at all. But now I know what you mean that he had actually done the Book of Love, the Magnetic Fields version at this show. Right. Okay. So here we go. Oh man, not going on the Grammys with that. Oh, this is not at our show. This is a, actually uh, a a good recording of a show. This is from. Uh, March 27th, 2020. Uh, How's the, so far, Zach? Am I killing? What's it called? So far, so Live stream right. that Jim had done. But it sounds just like the version. Obviously, I'll play the Velvet Jones one later in the live version. Right, it's a magnetic field Yeah, song. this is from night. Yeah, March 27th, 20. The book of love is long and boring. No one can lift the damn thing It's full of facts and charts and figures And instructions for dancing Okay, so pause that. And mm-hmm. as far as I know, while that song exists, as far as I can tell, and we'll go into it in a second, the Peter Gabriel version of this song was the inspiration to Jimmy Eat World's song, Book of Love. Um, but Peter Gabriel covered the Magnetic Fields version, which now Jim covers every now and again. So uh, obviously I do need to punish you with the way that i first heard this song ever which is in the season eight finale of scrubs and i was ugly crying watching this over again uh so here we go in watch together uh this is in the playlist for this week's episode if you've uh i I don't i think you could it's never good to live in the past too long out of out of context future thanks to dan it didn't seem so scary anymore and it'd still be it could be whatever i want it to be a good Christ. Oh my gosh, David. But more importantly, the Peter Gabriel vocals are just so great. The book of love 
Scrubs is one of my all-time <sighs> favorite TV shows of all time. Did you know? I mean, you watch Scrubs? You're familiar with the I show? I did. Yeah, I watched so, Scrubs, yeah. I think they're very well known for their music drops, uh, all yes. of their needle drops throughout the show. Yep. Did you know Krista Miller was the music supervisor? Cox's wife. I did not. Was the really? music supervisor on the show. Um, I did not know that, no. Yeah. Uh, so cool. I always thought it was like, it had to be Zach Braff because the song That's what I thought, so too. good. The theme song was chosen by Zach Braff, and obviously he directed episodes throughout the run of the show, and he probably had his hand in it. But Krista Miller was like the music supervisor on the show, um, and that's just so cool. Yeah, I did not, I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> News to you. So here is what I found. Anyway, love that version of the song. That was the first time I heard it was seeing that season eight finale, and I went digging for it and i kept finding these live versions and i was like no i need the version from the show it took me a while but i did find it um so uh that is just my digression on the magnetic field song which jimmy eat world and jim have performed Uh, and it's usually always just jim solo if it is quote unquote Mm -hmm. jimmy Eat world so but this is what i pulled from song facts which it talks about Jim's inspiration for the song. The song shares its title with a Peter Gabriel tune, which it's not. It's Magnetic Fields tune that Peter Gabriel later covered. But the fact that it's there makes me think, okay, well, knowing where Zach's inspiration for music comes from, them knowing this song as a Peter Gabriel song and maybe not necessarily a Magnetic Field song sort of tracks. But they're also very eclectic in their musical tastes, so maybe they did know the Magnetic Fields version of the song. I couldn't tell you. Um, right. Vocalist and guitarist Jim Atkins told Absolute Punk, which is now Chorus.fm, that though this was done purposefully, to uh, his track has nothing to do with the English singer's original cut. Early on, before I really had a clear picture of what we were, uh, what the writing should be like, there was a phrase there that I was writing songs based around other song title. There was a phase there that uh, where I was writing songs based around other song titles about love, like All My Love and Book of Love, he explained. I had no idea where I was going with it. it uh, I would just kind of use that as a jumping off point. What about that title can I take from it? It has nothing to do with anybody's original a writer or people that played that before it was more about appropriating the title and trying to make something new out of it so almost his invented approach approach uh to writing songs that were stories about photos he was looking at uh it sounds like some of his damage writing process was taking a song title based on another song title and writing a song around that which is a cool writing exercise but i guarantee you if i'd known that at the time i would have been really upset (laughs) just like i was with Uh, invented (laughs) as a whole oh gosh 
Um, I liked the so yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. I'm looking at the other ones, and I, Book of Love seems to be the only one that he's done that exercise with, aside from Bye Bye Love. But he changed the way that it's uh, the way that it's formulated with by removing all of the spaces in there. If in fact that is the same formula of taking another song that, like in this case, the Everly Brothers, yeah, absolutely. Together, Bye Bye Love, and we know that Jim's an Everly Brothers fan. Um, right. Yeah. So he took a Bye Bye Love and he wrote his own Bye Bye Love. Right, exactly. It was just very, very different. Same thing with this book of love. But yeah, that's an interesting uh, concept or or take from this that he just took the title and wanted to make his own track. Yeah. The only the only consistent part of it is that title. Yes. Good writing exercise. Uh oh. <laughs> Any other track notes that you have? I have one thing that's more album related. Uh, well, I just have three other articles. Yeah, okay. Uh, f- uh, this one's from thirty fourth street.com uh which i've I've pulled from before when we did our uh previous damage i don't remember that i don't oh okay i don't remember that one publication yeah it's a it's a another one so this is from 2013 cassandra and her name was cassandra i probably made that joke then (laughs) probably june 14th 2013 9 30 a.m don't know what pacific if it's pacific or eastern or uh whatever uh early tracks (laughs) I'm trying to think. What is the other one? What's the the Greenwich Mean Time? Oh yeah, GMT doesn't say. That's a GMT. I'm trying to think. There's PST, EST, GMT. Uh, early tracks, Damage and Book of Love play like the most classic of Jimmy's songs with emotional and very real lyrics played over solid upbeat rock tunes. This will most likely be the most more frequently played part of the album in your iTunes because. The back end of the album tries to balance out the more upbeat openers with slower, more saddening tunes. Yeah, it plays like, so Book of Love plays m- like most classic of Jimmy's songs. Yeah, I get it. Uh, another article from San Antonio Current, Matt Steeb. There's no date. Oh, there is a date. Uh, May 13th, 2014. Though sweetness foretold the popularity of mid-aught alt-emo of Fallout Boy and Taking Back Sunday, Jimmy Eat World turned back the moody element for a more nuanced impact on their seventh full length. Even if the fidelity is a little too pure for its own good, acoustic numbers, Book of Love, and Damage show some maturity. Mature or not, pop punk refuses to let go of hearts and wallets of its young devotees. With its saccharine charm and lyrics mainlining to the teenage soul, pop punk has endured from the gilded age of Blink-182 and Jimmy World to the newly stoned interpretations of Best Coast and Stagnant Pools, continuing its occupation of adolescent earbuds. Hmm. A lot of th- thesaurus going on in that one. Yeah. Right? <laughs> a bunch of $5 uh, words. Yeah. Uh, and my last one came from The Griffin, uh, September 17th, 2013. A live review. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a music live review, Jimmy World at Leeds O2 Academy. So 17th, 17th of September, 2013. And they go on to say... Jimmy World are not necessarily recognized for their lyrical prowess. They are sincere and emotive at best, obvious and vague at worst. Heart is hard to find, always be, and Book of Love loosely ponders loss of emotion. Are these feelings ever coming back whilst in damage? Adkins crudely complains, I hate the way I feel, but I don't think I can change. (laughs) I Mm. love that uh, line. Yeah, I hate the way I feel, but I don't think I can change. I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> yeah. So you have the Griffin, the Griffin. 
from the UK. The Griffin. Uh, so my album-specific note is we've talked about it before. The artwork for this record has this rogue white line down the left side of it uh. on Apple Music, Spotify, all of most of all of the outlets. However, and then I was like, okay, this has to be on purpose, maybe like because the album's called Damage, so like, oh, there was like a damage issue like with them scanning in the artwork even though that's not how it got <laughs> to a digital file i don't know right. uh and i tweeted it zach got no answer even though i kind of expected him to just say uh i don't know nah. or mm-hmm. <laughs> idk it's weird. yeah he didn't even um, have time for that jimmy eat world though has two versions of the song up on their youtube page and i think one is like the youtube music version of the song and one is like we uploaded this song to youtube um and one has the line and the other doesn't. So there is a clean version of this artwork uh, digitally, but most places you look, it has this rogue white line. And so that was my, uh, my, I overall... thought you were going to say, uh, you know, the, the, uh, was it the single version? The one with the cloud peeking from behind the peeled back. Oh, uh huh. I thought you were going to say that one has the line too. And then I was like, Oh, conspiracy. Oh, There's yeah. something going on. No, but let's actually look. Uh, let's Do you see. remember which one that which track that was that they dropped um, with the, maybe the, the damage cloud. It might've been damage. Let's see. Damage it is, yep, is the damage yep. seven inch. It's yeah. the damage seven inch, but I'm looking here, uh, Justin, will you believe that <laughs> tracks two through seven don't have an R in it? Do you think that that was uh, deliberate? <laughs> I, can't I don't know. Dude. <laughs> so track one has an R and track eight has an R. I, Everything in between it though. No R's. Are, are you recording this from your car, David? <laughs> <laughs> it's so meta. <laughs> I can't believe it, man. I, I had to send you that clip from our... I was editing it. Oh, it's an interesting take. Oh, man. <laughs> and of course, see, it, it, uh, uh, the songs that bookend that stretch of songs without an R in it, appreciation and no, Ooh, never. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. You dude, know take from that getting... what you will, guys. <laughs> take from that what you will don't let me sully Dude your ranch, experience buddy. but i'm just saying i'm just saying okay there's so much behind seven the scenes on damage, damage. oh don't have ours in the title so. got it <laughs> um <laughs> uh oh and then i have we review albums uh here's a youtube reviewer who talks about the song from 319 to 335. Let's take a listen on 319. I'm going to jump to on this video. I love these YouTube reviewers. Today, I will be Damage by Jimmy Eat World. Here it comes. Oh, dude. To make you feel something. Um, third best song is Book of Love. Uh, this is more of a fun track, and it makes me smile when I listen to it, because it's just, you know, it's just lovey and nice and beautiful and it's really really great song the uh, second best yeah <laughs> so can we pause for a second david the song yeah no his uh, shirt right no oh the three different colored recliners <laughs> in the background we've got blue a maroon and an olive green so all three what? the hell i it, one's a recliner one's a love seat and one's a straight up couch so you're right. Okay, different manufacturers, different r- uses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love that. I mean, they're not even that close in color, though. 
blue, yeah. maroon, and green. I mean, wouldn't you, I, I guess they they fulfill their purpose. <laughs> Can you sit on right? it, Justin? Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Who? What am I? Who, who am I? <laughs> I'm sitting here. This person's trying to review damage with a 15 second review on Book of Love, but still, they, look at them. They've got two guitars. <laughs> They've got yeah. two guitars. They've got. I think uh, one. It, hold on, Justin. What, wait, wait, wait! You're right. Is one of those a rock band guitar? <laughs> At least one of them, because <laughs> they're both. David, my gut both, says that the other one probably both, is a rock band. They both have, look at that one as colors. It's red, yellow, blue. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, all right. Still, I'll take it. I Here's enjoy the this. thing, man. This room is lit by fluorescent lights, so you know maybe this just isn't his day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his shirt, though, from the the computer nerd in me, I feel like this is like a. Uh, I don't know. It's not. I guess Daisy Disk does kind of look like this for the Mac, but I feel like there's like Windows equivalents where it will like uh, section off data. It, it'll uh, analyze yes. the contents of your disk and then give it to you in this weird circular graph that's <laughs> that kind of looks you, like so that. So you shirt. said Daisy Disk. Uh, this is like yeah. before, like when they said like, how can we make defrag look cool? Yeah, yeah. And exactly. then they just r- make it radial. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's You're exactly right. what this looks like <laughs> on his shirt. Anyway, right. I love everything. About the content this. was great. We're just we're just ragging on the everything else in the background. Oh yeah, look, man, I don't yeah. have two rock band guitars handy. No, um, and look, he's got he's got a record player, which I don't have either. Yeah, I thought that was a bass amp at first. Um, I hadn't even put together that the guitars were rock band guitars, but I was like, oh, is that a bass amp? I see a neck of something there. Yeah, yeah, and then anyway. when you when you <laughs> when he was said down Justin, and I looked at it. All right, the first one. <laughs> then you see the colors. Sure enough. What you know? What more power, man? Yeah, man. Uh, I have no other track notes on this song. Okay. You want to jump into community? Let's do it. Oh, you know what? One thing I did want to mention, real quick, please. Just because I thought this was very special. Uh, Arizona. When I went through, this is a very, very like personal thing. When I went through and did my Southwest tour of Arizona, saw my sister, sent her off. You know, saw her off to Ohio, and then went and visited my dad. There was a town that I drove through in between Glendale and Bullhead City that is called Wickenburg. And we you may have this yeah. in your list of uh, the locations that Jim played. It's a very it's a very small town. You it's one of those like blink and you miss it. But they've done their downtown so good that you could just I wanted to so bad to pull off and just drive down the main drag. Because that's like the draws. It's a little tourist town. But the reason why I thought of Wickenburg. Got really into genealogy with my family. And one of the main areas when they did the census that my family lived in was Wickenburg. Because we did, my family goes back, it's a lot of cattle ranchers, uh, livestock, any, any, wherever the money was, they're like, we're going to survive. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> we made it all the way west from uh, North Carolina. But that was one of those cities. And so just seeing Jim, and you can see, it's a pretty recent show uh robin's in the back with his bright red they they were playing underneath uh almost uh, uh what is it black lights but you can see that robin is wearing <laughs> what looks like a red a red uh button-up shirt and is just standing out in front of yeah. the crowd but i wanted to make that that observation that i'd love to have have gone to the show in wickenburg and let me see where this was this was from at the saguaro it, my only guess well, is that it was there because i'm looking at photos of wickenburg and i see a marquee Let me see what the venue says. 
brand new song from Jimmy World's upcoming album Damage to be released on June 11th, shot in Wickenburg, Arizona, 510-13 on the band's fourth of five home state tour shows. Doesn't say where this was. Yeah. Oh man. Uh if you want to look at this, so what was the date on Jim, that one? Uh this is May 10th, 2013. So this person, C Bruins, uploaded this a day after. Oh wow, that's so funny. Jim so that's is playing his earlier Matone. than the one that I found. Yeah, Matone. So he's playing his Matone, yeah. right? As uh, he is. And Tom is playing a strat. Whoa. Yeah, that's this is wild. I can uh here, I'll send you the link to the, the video. I don't know if you want to. Take a look at. It. I probably should have put this in watch together. I just I clicked on it just to see if there was any uh, information on the venue. It doesn't say, but I, Wickenburg is like one of those. Sm- the, the main drag is it. There's like a water tower. There's a lot of stuff that says come visit Wickenburg, downtown <laughs> Wickenburg. But that's it. So I imagine they were they were down there. It would have been lovely. You can see that there's the. Uh, is that the Arizona state flag? The one with the star, the the shining. It's this red was and blue. at the Wickenburg Community Center. I love that. Okay. Oh yeah, but you can see how bright Robin looks back there in his uh, red yeah. button up. At this who's show, the key- they oh, eight years ago, who's the playing keyboard robot player? Factory. Robot, yeah, Robot Factory, yeah. Right robot. after this, they teased. Right after Book of Love, they teased Robot Factory. Interesting, and yeah. and you know what's what's also interesting is that they had demolished the building. What they what they <gasps> what inspired Robot Factory? They demolished. I know, it, right? Right. Just more commentary on the uh, the expansion. <laughs> urban sprawl. Of, yeah, urban sprawl. <laughs> but look at this. It. Even eight years ago from Yonan32, who's the keyboard player slash backup singer? Who is this sex, <laughs> sexy extrovert in yeah, the back? Sexy beast. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to thank you for indulging me on that whole Wickenburg thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, yeah. let's 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 continue down this path. Let's go to the Crescent Ballroom a oh, year okay. prior. When right. Jim uh, plays it solo uh, for the first time. This is March 25th, 2012. Jim Adkins, Book of Love at Crescent Ballroom. And this is uploaded by Intelli. I-N-T-E-L-L-I-H. out man oh yeah so good yeah march 25th 2012 so big fan of uh that early version and then uh there was the version that you uh played which was uh, gotta be the one of the first times the band ever played it live i thought the band the band first played it live what did i say 
uh, how was Jim's debut? 33 times. First played May 3rd, 2013 at Strummersville. Oh, okay. So that was that tour. Um, it, the one, the str- one of five, uh, local. Yeah. That was, a, yeah. that was in Yuma. So yeah, you were just not, not, but a couple days after that. Uh, I thought I saw, oh, London, England was the most recent, and that was Jim Solo, because I have some version of Jimmy Eat World playing it in London, uh, uh, June 16th, 2013. Uh, anyway, all that is to say, um, just because we were there, let's listen to the Velvet Jones a little bit of that uh, one. Yes. Oh, um, take me back, man. Take me back. Yeah. And uh, I think I've got, yeah, why not? We'll follow it up with the... Uh, Magnetic Fields cover from Velvet Jones because he played them both there. And this was how I found out that our show was not on setlist.fm. I couldn't believe it. So I, I'm so glad I you had did it. it recorded, so, I added the whole thing there. Yeah. How easy was that? Because you put, when you added the tracks, did you have uh-huh. to say this was a Jimmy World track? This was a. No, Magnetic it auto filled that information. So I, okay. I assume it was taking information that had been entered metadata from the concert Previous. prior and the concert okay. right after Man, that's what i'm amazing. guessing they got that metadata from because it was auto-filling everything as How i would type in the first the couple whole letters minutes a minute and a half okay yeah. wow yeah well i'm glad you did it and it said it was listed as you i don't even have an account for a song uh was it song list song list out of him set list out of set list out set list out yeah i don't even have an account so i couldn't uh i just saw that it said like david park so yeah so this is in the Jimmy World Book of Love and then a little bit of the Magnetic Fields Book of Love, both from Velvet Jones, where in attendance were Justin and I in Santa Barbara, California. <laughs> the drums in yeah there. i'm like playing it on my chair <laughs> it's hard not to um, right just so like clap along snap yeah <laughs> yeah totally so going to the magnetic fields cover now i do think i was going like nuts in the car on the way home that he had played this song in particular because it was from the scrubs finale now do you remember what was on the wall at velvet jones Ugh. which side the the back right or left uh, right wall if you're facing the stage. No, I don't. I think I should, but I don't. There was a large picture of two Muppets <laughs> oh, looking yes. down right. at the stage. Yeah, yeah you're They right. had Statler and Waldorf, a huge yeah. image of them, looking at the stage as if they were up in the balcony looking down <laughs> on the stage, which is just such a great thing. So I'm listening. This is tying it back to Scrubs. It's so weird. 
I'm listening to the Scrubs rewatch podcast, and uh-huh. I don't. I think this must have been in the middle of season one or even season two, early on in the podcast. They had a guy on. They're like, "Oh my gosh, you have those Muppets right behind you, <laughs> Justin." This dude ran Velvet Jones, and really? apparently it's closed now. Wow. Uh, I think it closed because of COVID or something. Anyway, they had the guy on the podcast because he was a fan of Scrubs, and he now has Statler and Waldorf at his office or house or wherever he was taking the zoom call with zach and donald um but i i when he's when they were commenting on the statler and waldorf picture i was like oh man that's kind of crazy like how many people have this huge picture of statler and waldorf nope just same right. dude <laughs> um so is it is it a big framed pic was it a big framed picture i don't remember if it was framed or not i have to look for look at pictures from that show I'll, maybe i'll pull it up while we're listening to the uh to the show okay well what an interesting tie-in all right, here we go. So this is, uh, yeah, uh, yeah Book right. of Love, Magnetic Fields. How about yeah. Magnetic Fields, I was just looking up real quickly. They're a pretty recent band. Oh, yeah. there it is. Yeah, so it's it looks like oh, that's a big picture of them. Statler and Waldorf. Yep. <laughs> I forgot Not framed, about that. but it's like on a canvas. Yeah, it's a it canvas. looks like canvas pick. Yeah. And that's from that night. Yeah. Ugh. What if I was walking in the frame in the bottom just looking at the camera like, oh, the dude's taking a pic. I was looking. I was looking through the other pictures I had from that show, and I do not have. Two days later, I got the first ultrasound of Wesley back. Yeah. <laughs> Just scrolling through. Yep. Uh so uh so yeah, that's uh sorry, that's what I have of that show. Uh but yeah, tying it all back to Scrubs. And then yeah. uh and then yeah, you played it at that Crescent Ballroom show. So the that is what I have for live performances. Sorry, in the middle of our community section. Um Oh, okay. So let's continue down the community uh rabbit yes. hole. Yeah? Yes, let's do that. Uh, did you get the damage survivor results? Uh, from 2017 and 2019. This would be, yeah, I only have the ones from Walking on a Wires, which right in the middle, dead center, seventh place. Yep. That's how long so it lasts. So that's 2017 survivor, yeah. Yeah. What do yours say? It was out in round five in 2019, and I never know how to compare the two. <laughs> oh, right. I know. It's like backwards. Uh, so out in round yeah. five would have put in one, two, three, just around the same spot. So if it was out in round five, it would have been eighth place. Yep. So it get it lost a spot <laughs> <laughs> in that time frame. Uh, all right, I got a couple. Oh, you know what? Let's do that one second. Uh, Song of the week, book of love, JG four two nine. Yes, thank you so much, JG four two nine. Uh, by user Grev. Grev, and I feel like Grev came up recently. They did. I feel like maybe when I was watching the Twitter Q&A, which we pulled up clips from last week, I feel like Grev got a question answered on there or something. Okay. 
There, yeah, I I couldn't say. But yeah, you're right. There's them and I know that we were talking about Sherry, right? And yeah. recently. And so in the last few uh, session IG lives, in, in fact, the last one with Futures on it, because I've watched it so many times, that is such an incredible breakdown. My goodness. The uh-huh. title track, Jim, is magical. Anyway, but... Ubagu is her uh, is her IG account. So Sherry comes around with uh, Ubagu in that commentary, just to kind of and it's it's neat to be commented upon, brought up in the middle of this thing that you know almost a thousand people are watching live. And, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and just have your your name mentioned. So yeah, I can't remember where I I heard Grev last, but definitely Ubagu. It's it's neat to see the usernames of these really high profile. Jimmy World fans showing up in different right instances. Yeah. So this one was uh, from user Grev. Reason damage is highly underrated. And M M Cook Five also says, "Yep, I love this one. Underrated. Razor Blood Six. Although I'm not a big damage, uh, not a not big on damage as a whole. Book of Love slaps. Definitely one of my favorite Jimmy World songs. Nez Four Seventy Seven. I just in all caps cannot get over." How differently this album was produced, which is good because you can definitely tell that it was very much a more raw recording than their other things, all their other yeah. albums, other tracks. Uh, the minimalist approach was just wrong, and it really doesn't work in my opinion. I do like The Book of Love. It's likely my favorite song on the album, but what's up with the weird lazy synth in the song? Where's the synth? Synth. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um do they think that those high guitar strums in the chorus going down the scale is synths? Well, I have down here in oh an towards the end bridge. there's some strings maybe yeah yeah it's got to be the after the um I, I always thought it was like a mandolin or something it's got to be after that oh you know yeah. that is it it's the inter- instrumental bridge is what they're talking about so didn't like that that much apparently yeah uh, last mention of this for uh, Deushal is bro. Can we get Last Ride of the Night on Goliath? There I love is. how much they are involved in this subreddit. I thought this would be an interesting question because it would get people to bring out their critiques and constructive criticisms. To be honest, I don't even have an answer for this question, but I'm curious to see if others do. For the sake of simplicity and to make it more difficult, <laughs> we'll do no EPs or extended editions, just the official record release. And their question was, least favorite song on any record uh, how many times do you think it showed up in this thread? With 42 comments. Uh, I don't know. More than 42 or less than 42? <laughs> One-tenth. <laughs> One-tenth. So four times. Seebs. Seebs okay. has mentioned it. Somewhere I Made a Wish mentioned it. Uh, Speedy27 mentioned it. And then Came Mart 49 mentioned it. Uh, among, there's a lot of other uh, mentions in here, like... Uh, the middle rock star one mil dr duct tape hands comes in with one mil haven't heard from dr duct duct tape hands in a while uh but book of love from those four individuals uh and you know what kmart might be someone that you like here we go for me it's rock star which i like uh from ba your house Ah, see maybe the 2007 (laughs) version uh futures i love every single song chase this light same thing every song invented it would be coffee and cigarettes friend of yours damage would have to be book of love integrity blues i like every song and same goes for surviving so yeah hot takes on a few of those records but yeah it shows up four (laughs) times i get it it's a good song though i think though i think damage as a whole is a very unique record doesn't always hit 
when I need it to has its moments. Yeah, I never reach for it. Nah, me neither. It's on and I'm like, yeah, all right, this is damage. You can tell. <laughs> do you think it do you think if the artwork were better? Maybe. What were we talking about? Every other album has a photo and then it's like artwork, photo artwork. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Was this one Morning Breath? This is Morning Breath, yeah. This is Morning Breath. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like from what from what Zach commented on with the whole what's the what's the significance of orange and surviving he goes nah dude our friend sean <laughs> did it and we loved yeah. it i think if they if they don't hate it they're all for it it's like they were about the music we're not about the image necessarily <laughs> yeah and and so this is I, of them all from a graphic designer standpoint i made this comment before i like how the umbrella i, I like the concept of it the fact that the rain or shine, depending on how you look at the yellow part of it, is coming from within the umbrella. But just the simple gradients on the the umbrella make it look real. Yeah, it does its duty. It's could be better, <laughs> and that might be it. It might be because there's no. Maybe you could save it by saying, "Oh, Futures has this really cool picture of some dude outside of um, Burning Man, you know, sitting there looking at the phone booth to God." Right. This one is just like it looks like something that you could create in graphic design class. Yeah, right. maybe. And it's got that funky single pixel white line on the left. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it could. So that might play into it, David. Yeah. Just might. Just might. Yeah. And uh, let's see. I have two things. Uh, all right. One is that this is not on Jake T. O'Donnell's list at all. Okay. So I get it. Top 100 songs. This is not one of them. Uh, and Ben Foote had posted that calendar on Facebook listing you know a, a jimmy world song for every day that gets a, a, a an attribution put on it so right. day 10 uh ben chose book of love and the attribution was a song that makes you sad and i think that's uh i think ben foot gets it yeah he does and that is what i have for community okay justin do you have any covers I do. I have one. But two, before three, you get to four, that. five, six, seven. Yes. Nice. Can you fire up? You text bet, buddy. To I have got it set up. Megan Golding has blessed us. There is no intro on this. Megan All Golding right. cover of Book of Love by <laughs> Jimmy Eat World. Hit me, man. I'm ready. I wasn't worried about the small things tried to bury what they might or could have meant and as far away as you could get as distant as you'd ever been you'd still love me the book of love is fiction written by the loneliest to sing thinking they're doing the best learning things they should forget until the end so maybe we should plan then who will go and who will stay and when until one of us can say it like it is. You've already made your own bed. Wow. That's deep. <laughs> it is very deep. It, very, it started off horrific. very strong. Yeah. Ah. I right. wasn't worried so, about this. No more thing. fucking around. Oh, no. uh, a little more fucking around. I Did you see Matthew Gomes? Gomes. Gomes? No, I did not. Uh, Matthew has wait. blessed us with... Yes. 
No, no, no. I was, I was thinking of some of the Jesus Gomez. Go ahead. Ah, uh, Matthew Gomes has blessed us with a nightcore version of the song. So let's ah, song. not quite a cover, but a nightcore. I wasn't worried about the small things. That's sick bass. What they might yeah, right. The subtle chipmunk sound, man. Yeah, not a whole. Uh, what is that? Uh, let's see if they give the percentage in the description here. Nope. No. I mean, so much so that. that YouTube still tagged it as "Book of Love" by Jimmy World. It's just like <laughs> maybe 110 percent. Yeah. <laughs> just giving it a little bit extra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah. Now let's now let me let me double check. Yes, I think now we can jump into covers. All right, let's see. What do I have for covers? Oh, you know what? Phil Prentice again. Nice. Phil Prentice shows up. This is early Phil Prentice. So this is uh this is like um groupie, not groupie, but this is us like hanging out with him in his bedroom, just chilling before he started getting like full on production. This is like you and I in mid two thousands making videos with our MacBooks, right? Yep. So here we go. Book of Love, Phil Prentice. Love this guy's voice. Okay, this will be a quick little song, Book of Love from Damage. I hope you've all bought the album because it is fantastic. And look at that CRT. I was with it anyway. No. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Widescreen. about the small things Tried to bury what they might or could have met As far away as you could get As distant as you'd ever been You'd still love me The book of love is fiction Written by the They should forget until the end. It's time we had a plan then. Who should go and who should stay and when? Until one of us can say it like it is. You've already made your own bed. Can you tell me what just happened? There we go. Phil Prentice, man. Early Phil Get Prentice. Him, Phil. Yeah, young Phil. Uh, I got, oh, this is a, Jason Baum. My notes. Great oh, mix. Yes. Yeah. But this is cool. This, let's listen for the chorus because I think that's where I remarked about um, what made his different. So this is Jason Baum. I wasn't worried about this Tried to bury what they might or could have meant And as far away as you could get As distant as you'd ever been You'd still love me 
book of love is fiction Written by the loneliest to sing Thinking they're doing their best Learning things they should forget until the end So maybe we should plan them Of who will go and who will stay and when Until one of us can say it like it is You've already made your own bed Can you tell me what just happened? Where's my girlfriend? Yeah. I pick you up on Wednesday night We go off on our secret ride Like we were kids Like this break. Yeah. Cause like the whole song is like one and one and one and one and so when yeah. they break it down for the chorus like that, I enjoyed that very much. Thank you, Jason Baum. Thoroughly enjoyable. Now, Jason Baum. Did you see that he did a whole record of these covers? No. Well, uh, he, uncovered, yes, yes. So uncovered, yeah. Did you look and see some of the other songs? I did, he did not, though. No. Oh, let me give you a treat here at sixteen twenty-eight. Probably say in the video or something. <gasps> this is Weezer. Yes, baby. Guess who tabbed this out? What? This is my tab. <laughs> no way. You're That's amazing. Right. It's my tab. Check it out. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh. That's great. I, last I checked, man, I had all five stars. I was like, I spent so much time tapping this out. <laughs> oh, this is so cool. This is a real life example of somebody using your work. It comes full circle, dude. It does. That's so cool. Oh, that's so cool, man. <laughs> that was a treat. And then, this is for Danny and Jess. At 3504 on this record, he does Reliant K. This guy's all over the place. Yeah, man. Between the miles of open road, I lost sight of what might matter. The most stumbled into the grave. This is their song. Those words are not enough, and... Slash, for the moments I feel faint. Now. 
So uh, let's see, what other songs did he do? He did Boxcar Racers, There Is. They did Blink-22's Time to Break Up. MXPX's Tomorrow's Another Day, that's for Danny. Angels and Airways, The Whoop, Wolf Pack, Hold Me by Weezer. Flicker Fade by Taking Back Sunday. Book of Love by Jimmy Eat World. Happy Endings are Stories That Haven't Ended Yet, Mayday Parade. Those endings are not enough for the moments that I feel faint. Reliant K, Worlds Apart by Jars of Clay. Uh, so it goes really Christian toward the end of the uh, Whoa. <laughs> record. Uh, <laughs> All right. But that's cool, man. Yeah. Um, super cool. So I thought you would enjoy uh, that. Yeah, one, thanks, I mean, man. That was really, no that was a treat. You. Yeah. All right. Who else you got? <laughs> All right. I've got a uh, couple more. Uh, some from SoundCloud. Sweet. Let's see. We've got, this one is oh, Swiss Water Method. There you go. Let's see. Swiss, Swiss Water Method. Wasn't worried about the small things. Tried to bury what they might or could have And as far away as you could get, as distant as you'd ever been, you still love me. The book of love is fiction. Written by the And this one is also from SoundCloud. I like the the title of their little group thing here. Safe in sound. And hopefully unironically wearing this Hanson t-shirt from their clip. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> I wasn't worried about the small things. Tried to bury what they might or could have as far away as you could get As distant as you'd ever been You'd still love me The book of love is fiction Yeah Written by the loneliest who seem Thinking they're doing their best Learning things they should forget Until the end So maybe should plan then Sit, man. Who will go and who will stay and when Until one of us can call it like it is You've already paid your own bed Can you tell me what just happened Where's my girlfriend and her engine pin red Pick you, up. you know, I like Mega Drive. They're that, uh, I think I shared them on one of the, the Patreon episodes that we had. And uh, they've got this sound. It's like a very 80s sound. That synth that he had going on underneath that. Yeah. Very cool. Very reminiscent of that sound. Yeah, totally. I, I hear it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I got one more from Bandcamp. Oh, please. Bandcamp. So I'm going to play this one in my browser. Nice. But this was Might as Well. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. I saw my as well. Okay, cool. All right. We came across the same. Uh, and this one sounded pretty good. My notes on this one were very acoustic harmonies. I wasn't worried about the small things. Tried to bury what they might have could have meant. And as far away as you could get, as distant as you'd ever been, you'd still love me. The book of love is fiction. Written by <laughs> the lonely. Tell me what just happened. Very cool. Yeah, man. And what is this you sent me? Uh, so uh, this is the last one that I had. This is Thomas Nepshield posted to the Facebook group his version of Jimmy Eat World's version of the Magnetic Fields cover of Book of Love. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, and so I wanted to give it some love since it's not a track we'll do on its own. Um, Thomas Nepshield posting to the Facebook group. All right. His cover of Jimmy World's version of the Magnetic Field song. All right, here it is. those same pants <laughs> i have those same exact night pants we talked about night shirts the other day those okay, are night- now like, i got i hope i have i hope i too have these oh, night pants dude you know what if that's the i case, don't have those you have god you I need don't. to bring them when i we, might have a red version of when them, we but. go up and we go we go <laughs> glamp i want you to wear some, <laughs> some sick night pants buddy <laughs> i'm gonna bring uh i'll bring a um a uh a, a smorgasbord <laughs> of uh night pants <laughs> i'm definitely bringing those blue ones you remember that remember that blue plaid because i have those same day i will pants. all right uh, i can't wait i <laughs> can't to see wait to see you cosplay as thomas <laughs> nepshield thank you thomas yeah uh so i made two rave djs good i wrote not great too fast and slow and <laughs> cursed maybe the most cursed one yet I I don't know, man. I'm in the mood for some curse. Some curse. Okay. We'll do cursed. Uh, This is, (laughs) I took the Magnetic Fields cover, or the Magnetic Fields original Book of Love, Uh and put it to Jimmy World's song that has nothing to do with that other than that they share a title, Book of Love. (laughs) Uh, And I think it's just called The Book of Love. Uh, 
Or no, it's the love of book. For the love of book. <laughs> For the love of um, book. So, all right, let's see. Uh, here it comes. I wrote cursed in all caps with spaces between each letter. Yeah, Maybe the most cursed one yet. Now, I do think I realized toward the middle of this that I actually, I made both Ray DJ simultaneously. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think I might have accidentally been playing them simultaneously. <laughs> but it still was very bad. Okay, all right. Well, let's see. This is for, this, for the love of book <laughs> the love of book that's what it's called all right here we go <laughs> the book of love is long and boring no one can lift the I'll go back to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, who's the crooner that sings all the all the Christmas tunes? Oh, bo, 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 bo. <laughs> Dean, Dina, Vishinazufi. <laughs> Dean Martin, can you get on this and just go? Uh, that was yeah, that was definitely cursed. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, doing did that. Do you happen oh. to make one, or is, is that what we've got? I that that's it. I think that's it. Perfect. I think that's how we end that. <laughs> that's french they're speaking (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna rave dj with that commercial one (laughs) (laughs) yeah you gotta did you gotta fucking rave dj the muzzy in there oh yeah yeah oh (sighs) okay what would you say, sir, are your final thoughts on the song Book of Love by Jimmy Eat World? The album as a whole is like a kind of a little bit of a meh for me. Um, I like the track. Don't love it. So I'd say it's right in the middle. If I had to put the dial right at a five. What about you, man? I like the bounciness of it. I like the sound of it. I like 
I I like songs that sound peppy and have darker lyrics, and I love the chorus. I love the the walk down of the acoustic guitar. Yeah. I think this song is more on my radar now than it was before I started okay. um, doing the research. So I think it I think it came out okay. But yeah, Damage is definitely a record that's like a pair of pants you don't wear that yeah. often because you don't love how they fit. The chords, man. Um, it's kind of like that. So so yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh, I I think it's more on my radar now. Um, I'm just interested in all of the harmonies that you hear toward the end of the song. You know what? Pfft, fuck it. Let's pull up the song real quick. Can you play like? Yeah, I got it up. Ready to go. From the first chorus through verse three. And uh, let's take a listen. I want you to hear. All right. Here we go. I'll go 30. How it sounds. It, 30 seconds. It's in. almost the entire rest of the song has harmonies in it. All right. Here's from 30 seconds in. So this is when the second guitar comes in. Tom is playing the arpeggiated. Yeah, yeah. There's that tambourine. Let's see if it drops out or stays. So that drops out. Uh, I guess, is that the synth that they don't like? No. I, I always thought they were really high. Yeah, guitar work, like right? mandolin just, or something. Yeah, that's just a good guitar note. So, do you hear the high harmony in there? Yeah. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah. And it's throughout the rest of the song, pretty much. Never noticed it until right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's throughout the rest of the song. It's like like the one extra thing they added to plus it from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you've got verse one is just guitar, uh, acoustic, bass, and drums. Verse two, that arpeggiated guitar comes in. Then you hit the chorus where everything drops out. And then verse three comes and you get that high harmony. And that's that remains through the rest of the yeah. song. So anyway, kind of an interesting thing. And we don't know who. Uh, it, it, it sounds like it could be Jim, just a falsetto Jim. Right. It does um, sound like it. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's an interesting choice. So um, so yeah, there it is. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm glad we listened to um, it. I, I, I had never heard it before, David. Couldn't have. Couldn't have told you that. Oh, yeah, there, oh, there is that. Sweet. There's the higher harmony, I remember. No, didn't know about it. Well, there it is. Everybody stayed this long into yeah. the episode. Now you, too, have been cursed with this uh, burden <laughs> that I carry. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, don't let it get you down. Uh, you know, take a deep breath. And uh, as you listen to the song, remember to be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! <laughs>